I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ. We are straining towards that upward call. We're not going to stay stuck. We're not going to stay face planted in whatever dish you fell in that day. What you're going to do is get up, repent, do it again, start all over again, ask God to help you, and you're going to keep straining forward. You're going to have successes on the scale and you're going to forget it and keep straining forward. You're going to have failures on the scale and you're going to forget it and you're going to strain ahead. You're going to keep pressing forward to the upward call because God has called you to do more than this. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size show where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size show. I'm so excited that you're here. Today, we are going to be talking about an important topic that we all need as we walk out this journey to lose the weight and to walk in food freedom. The title is, how do I get up? Like, what do I do if I fall off the diet wagon and how do I get back up? Isn't that the question most of us have? I know for myself that there are many times where I would be on a diet and then I would just completely fall off the wagon and I would face plant into some ice cream or I'd fall off the wagon and just keep running in the wrong direction after that because it just felt too hard. So what if you do fall off the wagon? Like what if you have all the faith in the world and you're jamming with Jesus and you're walking towards the goal of losing the weight and you are trusting God and you, you know, you listen to the wisdom series and you did the underlying work to be set free and now you have healing and still you feel tempted and still you, you were doing great and then all of a sudden you got tripped up. You went to a wedding and you had some alcohol or you went to, you know, you had an event and you ate too much or you had that big family reunion and great grandma brought the peach cobbler and you swam in the pan of peach cobbler. Like, what do you do when you fall off the diet wagon? And I know, you know, I don't like to use that word diet, but it's such a common term. But what do you do when you sin? Like, what do you do when you you eat too much and you sin against God and you just go against the plan that he had for you, the way you prayed about it and you trusted him and yet you still feel like you let God down. Well, number one, you can't let God down. You know, he he's not as, uh, what what is it? One of the Maverick City songs says, we weren't holding them up in the first place, so we can't let him down. He already knew you were gonna face plant. He already knew. He's just gonna pick you up out of that pan of peach cobbler and wipe you off and clean you up and set you back where you're supposed to be. But realistically, as much as I like to smile or laugh and have a light moment with you, the truth is, is that those kinds of trip ups can mess us up for a long time. How many of us have relapsed on something and then find ourselves years later down the road, not able to come back because we just didn't know how, or no one came to check on us or no one came calling for us that can happen and that's a terrifying scary thing and worst case scenario we don't want to lose our lives to to this because we didn't fight the good fight because we didn't fight long enough to to stave off the high blood pressure or the diabetes or whatever else can come from treating our bodies poorly like we want to be healthy and but and we need strategies to get out of the pit so here's the first thing we have to check where our faith lies 
and that's a very basic statement, but I want to explain it. You know, it's really good to have healthy habits. It's really good to diet and exercise. We have to do those things to take care of the temple that God gave us physically. But I will say to you, we have to have those practices in place, but those practices that we have, those rituals that we have, the results that we get, they're not God. They're not God. They can only help us and hold on to us, help us hold on for so long, but they are not God. Paul warns us not to put any confidence in the flesh. And he, it literally says that, that if you put your confidence in the flesh, you will fail. We will fail. So one of the temptations is as you start losing weight and you hit that 10 pound mark, then that, that 20 pound mark is like, woohoo, you get to that mark and you start feeling really good about what you're doing and you start putting your confidence the enemy has a sneaky way of drawing us and our eye away from God and helping us look at our results and think that that is our, our litmus test. That is our, like the victory. That is not the victory. That is not the victory. Not only is that not the victory, but that's most likely when the fall will happen. When we start walking in pride and trusting what we're doing in the methods and the systems that we set up without trusting God. You've got to do the things God has called you to do, but you've got to answer to him. The victory is his alone. So I want us to be very clear about that. When we fall, the first thing we have to do is not go to the scale. The first thing we have to do is go to the father. We have to talk to the father about it. We have to repent and we have to ask his forgiveness. And then we have to ask him to help us get back up again. That is the very first thing you do. You turn to your father, you turn to your Lord, you turn to the one who initiated this in you and who has been sustaining you in this process. The tools are good. He's going to, you're going to go back to the tools, but you've got to answer to the Lord. Okay. I hope that makes sense. So when you fall, the first thing you do is you go to the Lord. And I, I want to share this with you. A lot of times we don't even know we're off the wagon until we get on the scale. The scale is not God. The scale is just a tool in the flesh that we use to manage our weight, but it is not God. We have to get to a point where no matter what the scale says, we're in right standing with God. That was one of the hardest lessons for me to learn, y'all. When I was on this journey, my weight, I would... I would weigh in, I set a time aside. I would weigh in once a week in the beginning and then every two weeks after a while. But I would literally be so dejected after I got off the scale, if it showed a gain, that I would want to go eat because I had a, a, a wrong relationship with the scale. I had put it in too high of a place. And so God was not the authority for me at that time. The scale was. I had to repent and I had to ask God to change that around for me. Are you there? Like, do you ever feel when you have a gain and you see those numbers on the scale that they send you into a tizzy and it just makes you want to do whatever to numb the pain? Then the scale has too much power and, it, and you're looking at it as the authority and not God. Because God is, he will bring the success. He will bring the weight loss. He will bring you to into obedience the scale can't do that. The scale is just a tool. So don't let the scale send you into a tizzy. Whenever you feel defeated and you feel lost and you feel hurt and you have fallen off the wagon, you go to your father and you pray. And maybe just maybe for that week, you put the scale away and you work on the heart issue. 
idea. You have to work on the heart issue, put the scale away, and then let God do the deeper work of why you're feeling out of control because a number on a scale told you to be that way. There, the thing I've learned about this journey for me, me personally, I would sometimes gain a pound before I would lose two. I don't know why it worked that way. I don't know if God was doing that to see if I would stay faithful to him, but it did work that way for me. And in case that happens to you, stay the course and trust God. Don't go off in a tizzy. Don't. And if you feel like you're too, you know, you're too distracted by the scale, just put it away and let God walk you through it. Walk you through obedience, walk you through the healing and don't even go to the scale unless he tells you to. That might be a smarter way. I didn't do it that way. I wish I had for a lot of the times. And sometimes I actually did have to put the scale away for a little bit. At one point I put it away for a month because I was so mad with it. I was like, let me go get right with Jesus because I'm about to throw you out of a window. And I realized that that had too much power. I had, I had made it an idol. I had made it an idol. And I was actually answering it to it more than I was to God. I would ask the scale how I was doing and not ask God how I was doing. And so there was something very wrong in the way I was operating with the scale. And so I share that with you in case that's something you need to pray about or in case you come against that temptation, you know, just bypass all the silliness that I did, throwing the scale out the window. You just go ahead and go to the Father. You just go ahead and get on your knees and ask him to heal you and make that right. I wanna encourage you a little bit and and share something with you also. Philippians 3, 7 and 8, I want to read it to you, then I'm going to explain it. But it says, um, Philippians 3, verses 7 and, 8, 7 and 8, and it says, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. So here's the thing. This brought me so much encouragement, this particular scripture, because as as we walk this weight loss journey by faith, we're going to have victories. We're going to have victories in it and you're going to have to let it go and count it as a loss or you'll get there and you'll be, it'll become a, a place, an idol, a place of pride. So let that go. As you have failures on this journey, you're also going to have to let that go because it will become a stumbling block and it will keep you stuck and unproductive. Let that go. Both victories and failures we're going to count them as lost, just like the Apostle Paul. And we're going to just keep moving towards faith. The goal of becoming God's perfect size is not so we become obsessed with our flesh. The goal is to be free of our flesh and just eat healthfully, eat when we're hungry, stop when we're full, go to a celebration, enjoy that, come home, eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, go to a wedding, do what you do at the wedding, enjoy it, not gluttonously, but you know, is that a word, gluttonously? I don't even know. But either way, you're not going to enter into gluttony. You're going to eat what's at the celebration, just like Christ did. And you're going to come home and you're going to eat healthy food and you're going to stop when you're full and you're going to eat when you're hungry. You're going to do it over and because it's a lifestyle and we're not going to live as a slave to the plate. True freedom, true freedom is being able to answer to God for our actions and then true freedom is having the health we need to carry out his will in the earth. Well, what is his will? It's to encourage, it's to tell everybody about our savior. It's to share the gospel. It's to encourage people. It's to feed the orphans. It's to take care of widows. Why does he have you do that? So you can show the gospel, so that you can show them Jesus, not just tell them Jesus, but show them Jesus. 
this whole thing, God's perfect size, this book is never going to tell you to stay on a program. It's never going to tell you to stay stuck. It's going to teach you what to do to get free. And then it's like a, like a hospital stay. It's going to teach you how to get free and move on, go on with life and do the will of Christ. You don't buy the, you don't keep buying products and staying stuck. It's not a plan that you have to keep purchasing like some of these weight loss plans. It literally is teaching your mind how to think about food and how to fight this battle. It's just a war strategy to help you get your freedom so you can go on and do what you're supposed to do. And what you're supposed to do is impact the kingdom of God. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's what we're doing here. So that's what this is all about. You're not going to stay stuck. You're not going to stay broken. If you fall off the diet wagon, you're going to get back up. If you fall off your food freedom wagon, you're going to get back up and you're going to live for Christ and you're going to do it again. And like the apostle Paul says, you're going to strain forward to what lies ahead. Philippians 3, 13 and 14, brothers, I do not consider what I have made. I, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing, this one thing, this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ. We are straining towards that upward call. We're not going to stay stuck. We're not going to stay face planted in the, in the, in whatever dish you fell in that day. What you're going to do is get up, repent, do it again, start all over again, ask God to help you. And you're going to keep straining forward. You're going to have successes on the scale and you're going to forget it and keep straining forward. You're going to have failures on the scale and you're going to forget it. And you're going to strain ahead. You're going to keep pressing forward to the upward call because God has called you to do more than this. He's called you to evangelize the nations and to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And that, my friends, is what we are doing. I thank you so much for joining me in this episode. I pray that even if you've already fallen off the wagon, I pray that you would run into repentance and get back up and let God clean you up and stand you back on your feet. Go back into the battle and you keep going because the victory is already yours. You just have to know it. Thank you all. I'm so grateful to have had this time with you today and I pray blessings over you and I will catch you in the next episode. Be blessed.